What's up? Welcome back to Not Just a Phase. Today I get to speak with Warren from Warren of Ohms. Hello, I am Warren from the town of Ohms. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's actually Sammy I'm being told. Okay, so I should have done some research on this one. Sammy, should, right? Uh, never heard of him. You should probably hire a research department. <laughs> no one's getting paid around here, but I'll just edit that out. We'll start it again here. Uh... Okay, welcome back to Not Just a Phase. Today's guest is another one-man scrams band called Warren of Ohms. The man behind the music is actually named Sammy. He also happens to be the man behind many great works of art. He's done designs for a few things that we'll get into later. And he's also the man behind the artwork on the Origins page for notjustaphase.net. So I met Sammy a couple months back here by being an absolute cheapskate. I was looking for artwork for the Not Just a Phase website to liven up the place a bit. And I posted in a few online punk communities just saying that the standard 250 artists were asking for at the time was a bit too much for me since I was out of work. I was given lots of recommendations. And once I came across Sammy, I told him what I was looking for, gave me a rough sketch a few hours later. I was immediately sold. He was good enough to give me a little discount for some wildly good work he made for us. And we'll get more into that later, of course, but uh, it's just a little intro on the man behind the art. So Sammy, dude, thanks so much for coming on the show today. How you feeling? First of all, that origin story of us meeting was so good. Uh, <laughs> someone should probably write a Scram's love song about it. Oh, it might really? even be. Um, I think you asked me how I was. I did. So I'm good. I think I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sweaty. I've, uh, speaking of being a cheapskate, I've tried not to put the AC in here for as long as I possibly could. That's so, brutal. Yeah, it's not great. I'm, I'm uh, regretting here? it now. Here in Arizona, we can't do that or you die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's it like right now over there? Uh, God, 100 degrees. Yeah. Shit, what are we looking at here? Or you guys use a different system, don't you? We yeah, do. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah, this yeah. isn't scrams. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, let's get back to what we're doing here. So, Sammy, where'd you just say you were from? Uh, I am from Arizona, a.k.a. the surface of the sun. That hot, eh? Okay. That hot. <laughs> and what's some of your favorite bands out there on the surface of the sun? Uh, the surface of the sun, uh, for the Scrams fans, we had this band called Lilith. Okay. Uh, for people who are fans of like Every Time I Die, we have American Standards. If you like bands like Cult Leader, we've got Wound Vac. Uh, and we'll cap it right there. Okay. So you got a decent scene out there then you'd say, eh? For the locals? Yeah, or? we... Uh, actually, that first band is broken up, but I want to name them anyway, just because I think they go hard. Uh, the other two, yes. It's nice to be remembered, too, active or inactive. If they were locals, you know, shout them out hey. for sure, right? Amen, brother. So uh, you, get, you know how this goes since you're actually a fan of the show, which is surprising. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, uh, I start off, you know, I'm always asking how you got started off. Can you recall how you first got into punk rock music? Uh, to, if I'm honest, I think my first introduction was actually some 41. Nice. Uh, it must have been around 2002 <laughs> or something. Uh, I, I want to say I saw the music video for the Hell song. And nice. immediately I fell in love. And no joke, that's the first album I ever bought with my own money. Uh, and to this day, I love that, that band. Uh, not, not so much their new stuff, but 
Did that, did that answer the question? <laughs> yeah, it did. I, that's shocking. Like you, you saw a Sum 41 music video, presumably on like, I guess you guys, you have much music out there or what? what do you guys it it was MTV. And okay, I yeah. think the music video is them with these like Barbie dolls with their faces slapped on them, like lighting shit on fire. Uh, it has been so long since I've seen it. And little, I don't know, 11 year old me was just like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> so that's you saw, you saw the Sum 41 video before Blink, before Offspring, before any of those popular pop punk bands in the 90s? Correct. And I don't like any of those other bands. Oh, boo, Sammy, boo. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> you don't like Blink? Uh, nope. Can't, can't tell you anything really about them. Uh, their drummer's good. Yeah, yeah. He's a good drummer. I don't know about him as a person, but he is a good drummer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so that is definitely an interesting uh, origin story. Doesn't like Blink. That just fucked up my whole flow of the interview. Um. <laughs> Sorry, I, I imagine they were all Blink questions, uh, and I will answer Blink with everything going forward. <laughs> well, do you recall your first introduction to screamo music? Yeah, uh, it was Blink-182. <laughs> <laughs> they do get mislabeled a lot, I'll give you that. <laughs> I know. Uh, it was Orchid, and the cat turned to smoke. Um, one of my friends was uh, talking about Gatefold. And uh, so I went on LimeWire. Sorry, guys. Pirated nice. your music way back in the day. This was, God, almost 20 years ago. Yeah, they're big fans of the show. They're definitely listening. So thank you to, for apologizing. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I, yeah. will, I will repay them somehow. Uh, maybe by stealing their music again. <laughs> but yeah, I, was, uh, I think I was about 12, 12 okay. years old. So maybe 2003. Uh, and yeah, I still love that band, that, uh, that album, Bangin'. For those of you who might be too young, LimeWire was an illegal music downloading program that would essentially give your computer cancer or AIDS, if not both, to download songs that were incorrectly titled. Uh, half the time, they weren't the right artists. Um, the other half, they were just uh, Bill Clinton saying, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> it, was a, it was a simpler time for the internet. <laughs> a beautiful time.
So, okay, we got how you got into Screamo. What's the origins of your band name, Warren of Ohms? Where'd you get this idea? So, uh, for those of you who don't know, an Ohm or an Omu is uh, a giant uh, kind of insect-like creature from Hayao Miyazaki's 1984, 1984 film, Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. So, a Warren of Ohms, I like to imagine, is sort of like a a tunnel or a cavern of these giant insect beasts. And that's it. That's, that's the name. Well, I definitely did not know that. I did not do any research into your name. Um, <laughs> uh, Miyazaki scrams for life. Miyazaki. And what is that, the location? What? You don't know who Hayao Miyazaki is? <laughs> no, man. I'm hanging up. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who's Miyazaki? Uh, Spirited Away. Uh, Kiki's Delivery Service. Still uh, not helping me here. No, Ponyo. Oh. Uh, my neighbor Totoro. You're just going to keep listing shit, and I'm going to keep telling you I don't know. <laughs> I won't even tell you what this is. I'm not going to. You're going to look it up when we're done. <laughs> Fine, I'll look it up afterwards. M- Mizaki. Miyazaki. Miyazaki scrams. Okay, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Right. I'm assuming it's good. I'm assuming it's good. So we got. A recent album of yours came out sometime last year, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. Which uh, you told me I was. <laughs> you are, in fact, mistaken. It came out, uh, by my estimate, three months ago. Three months last, ago. <laughs> last year's close. Okay, we're still, uh, we're still in a lockdown here in Canada, so it's been, a, it's been 2020 part two, so I don't know when albums dropped or what fucking day it is half the time. So my apologies... The recent album, Threatening Costume, as you titled it, came out about three months ago. And it's got a slightly different style than what you normally do. Do you want to explain the reason for your stylistic switch there between this album and the last couple albums you've released? So I've always uh, really been in love with bands like Drive Like Jehu, Unwound, Mets, 68, uh, you know, this noise rock stuff. I don't know you're, it. <laughs> you're shaking your head no, but you're going to look this stuff up when we're I, done. That's why it's recorded. I go through it all and I listen after you. Yeah. And uh, so I wanted to write something that was really influenced by them. And during the recording process, I, I genuinely did not know if this was going to be a Warren of Ohms album. I thought, oh my God, I need to come up with a new band name. Um, but then the moment I recorded the vocals, I was like, yeah, this is my shit. <laughs> Yeah, it is drastically different than the older stuff, but uh, it's definitely still your writing. Uh, it's definitely still your voice. And I, I'm, honestly, I think it's some of your best work you've done so far. I actually really appreciate that. Thank you yeah, so much. Of course. And uh, this album's kind of a, kind of a concept album. Um, it's one of the many reasons I've been calling you a hippie lately. Uh, do you want to you get into the album meeting behind this here? Yeah. So all of the lyrics were inspired, taken, stolen, mangled, whatever you want to call it, uh, from Jeff Vandermeer's Southern Reach trilogy and Frank Herbert's six-part Dune saga. These are all uh, novels. And the overall gist of the album is kind of just plants eating people and remaking them into other organic matter. So when you're listening to me saying like, oh, the trees are not trees and I'm not me, like, you know, uh, it's just the the plants eating me and turning me into something else. But there's also um, 
sort of a dual meaning to everything. So you can take it all at face value. And like the first song is at face value. That's my dog eating people and devouring the whole world. Uh, stuff like that, you know, <laughs> without giving away too many of my secrets. <laughs> yeah, just regular stuff. Most people, uh, most people scream about, you know, everyday stuff. It's like a little little shop of horrors thing there, the plants eating people kind of idea. Uh, yeah, I guess you could say that. I haven't seen your movie, so I'm just trying to reference something I know here. No worries. This is a, <laughs> it's a lot of books to read, so I don't blame anyone. Um, but it's good stuff. That's a lot of stuff I'll be, uh, I'll be looking into after the episode is recorded, edited, all that good stuff. Uh, so what did I have next here on the questions list? Oh, yeah. How long was the writing and recording process for this album? So the goal was intentionally to write a, a completely new album from scratch in 28 days. And why the hell would anyone force themselves to, <laughs> to, to do that? Uh, you got to up your game, man. When you want to be the absolute best one-man scrams band, <laughs> you have to drop two LPs uh, two months apart. <laughs> that's okay. how you achieve greatness okay all right um what was the question remind me <laughs> <laughs> the question was do you guys all get together as one man scrams bands and compete or <laughs> no <laughs> i wish we would i i would love to get all of us together on a split and we pretend we're like pokemon trainers or something <laughs> battling it out like this is brock and misty and this is an absolute joke to everyone else out there. So. Okay, my, minus the, the polka dork shit you just mentioned. That does sound like a beautiful compilation. But uh, <laughs> yes. no, Hit me the, up, guys. The question was, why the hell would you force yourself to write an album in 28 days? It sounds like a, a rom-com or some bullshit. Like. Yeah, so just a crazy creative writing challenge, to be honest. Like, can I do this impossible task? And definitively, the answer is yes. And I think everyone else can too. So you thought of this challenge yourself? Uh, like, did you come across on the internet or how did this idea get sparked? Technically speaking, it's called the RPM challenge. So right. this happens every year. Musicians uh, try to record, I believe, 30 minutes of music in February. But I added the extra task of writing the music in that same time frame. So the whole album was actually written and recorded in 17 days. It's fucking impressive, man. It's uh, ridiculous. Thank you so much. But very, very impressive uh, to kick out that kind of stuff, man. And uh, the first song we're going to play here was named after your dog. Shout out to Bartholomew. Shout out Bartholomew to Bartholomew. Destroyer. <laughs> this one's for you, big dog. And I say that because he's a very tiny dog, isn't he? He's the cutest thing in the world.
a few days ago, you did a new thing. Very cool new thing. You want to tell the listeners what the hell I'm talking about here? Sure. After eight long ass years, I finally put my entire discography up on Spotify. And I don't know if Spotify has existed for eight years, but it's happened. I am in the future now. Yes, you've joined the rest of civilization. I am eternally grateful. Big fan of Spotify. Uh, it changed my life when I bought it. Um, I don't really subscribe to Apple or any of that crap either. But I mean, our, my podcast is on everything, so I probably shouldn't say that shit. But yeah, I, I love Spotify. It's great. So I'm, I'm happy your music's up there, man. That's awesome. I have honestly never used their service in my life. Uh, but I, if it makes people happy, there it is. Oh, yeah. You got some new, new artwork there for the 2013 Untitled album. You want to explain okay. why? Yeah. I, I guess that fell in line with the, the new Spotify thing. That's actually the thing I'm more excited about. Uh, so the original Untitled 2013 album, the artwork was from Miyazaki's film Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Uh, so I guess I gave away what Miyazaki does. He's a filmmaker. <laughs> um, I straight up just took a still frame from the film and uh, yeah, I've had that artwork for a long time and I've, I've been wanting to redesign it and I finally took that plunge knowing in advance that streaming services were going to reject this copywritten image. Right. And I, I think the new cover is absolutely gorgeous and I tried my best to okay. channel the spirit of the Omu on the cover. And uh, I hope everyone likes it too. So this is a, this is a film I got to look up now to check where this is all coming from. Yes, and watch it in its original language. Well, how the hell am I going to understand it? I only speak English. <laughs> They're called <laughs> subtitles, my friend. Uh, or do you not know how to read over here? <laughs> I read a little bit. It's actually my last name, to be honest. So I got that down to some degree. There you and, go, perfect. Uh, <laughs> speaking of artwork here, Obviously a huge fan, considering I did have you do a commission piece for us. And uh, aside of the commission piece you did for me, who else have you, you made art for? So I've done uh, three of the four Warren of Ohms covers. Uh, mm -hmm. The only one I did not do was The Wolf and the Fox, done by Teresa Hentz. Shout out to her. Uh, I also did Calantha OS1 and all the live album covers for those jams. Um, there's a new comp out via dusty void recordings and i will also be doing the new call me armageddon compilation uh, what's this call me armageddon compilation Who's, what is this so call me armageddon is just going to be a comp of the absolute nastiest filth released in 2021 uh I, warren of Ohms will also be featured on this compilation despite not being the nastiest filth so i guess i lied i was gonna uh, say yeah so it's like a heavy music collab or Yes, so it's anything mathy, uh, noisy, just, you know, balls to the wall heavy. Mm. Uh, and I will be handling the artwork for that one. That should be coming out, I believe, July 1st. And who's uh, putting that out? Uh, Alec Jones, Call Me Armageddon. That's the record label or something? I'm confused there. Yeah, just check out Call Me Armageddon on uh, Bandcamp. I believe that's, I'll, I'll, I'll be sharing that when it's, when it's. <laughs> All right. Awesome. We I'll can cut this, this garbage part out. No, I'm going to leave it in now just for that. Oh, shame. <laughs> so I just wanted to say for the record, people listening here, like the idea quote unquote for what I uh, gave for the design to Sammy here, 
I believe I typed something along the lines of like, I want something that shows evolution, but like, it's still the same thing, but like it progressed, you know? Is that your real voice or well, I'm <laughs> trying to make myself sound stupid? Cause I know when I, I typed it over to you, the idea sounded stupid in my words. And I was like, ah, he's going to be like, what a fucking idiot. I'm going to make art oh, for this kid. You don't need the voice at all. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks man. So yeah, it was a stupid, like, I want something to do with evolution, but make it the same. And uh, I remember also saying like, no birds though. Cause that shit's too played out for screamo. And with that little bit of incoherent rambling, Sammy somehow made the beautiful piece you see today on our origins page of not just a phase. How the fuck he came up with that, I'll never know. Yeah, I like to play kind of loosey-goosey with all of my art and my work. Uh, so when you had an idea of a metamorphosis, I guess I just thought, what about a caterpillar mid-transition into a butterfly? You know, that's scrams, that's sick. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I remember like, I want Screamo aesthetic, but no birds. <laughs> and I was yeah, like, how yeah. are they going to do that? <laughs> mm -hmm. And no fucking typewriter font either. <laughs> yeah, and I think I, I got that back to you in uh, like a week. Yeah, it was really quick. It was awesome. And, so uh, everyone go check that out on the Origins page. Yes, please. Uh, if you don't know, it's not just a face.net. That happens to be the host site for this show. And uh, with that piece that piece of artwork you made for us there, you made two very cool videos with that too. Well, you made like the teaser video. Perfect. I was going to say, oh yeah. man, what's the second one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, I turned, I guess I filmed myself drawing uh, half of the piece and mm -hmm. I took that film footage and I turned it in, in, into an entire, what I like to think is like a psychedelic, uh, borderline seizure inducing video definitely, <laughs> definitely just my hand frantically drawing some sort of thing and the the picture itself is like weaving in and out uh with i don't know what effect you would it's it's hard to describe but honestly it's just my hand filling in um the lines but my hand's kind of absent based on the way i edited the video uh, so it almost looks like the drawing's filling in itself. Um, yeah. I don't know how to describe it, but it, I, I think it's personally very cool. Yeah, it, uh, it, it felt like a hallucinogenic trip. Uh, not that I've done too many of those, but I have done a couple. And watching, uh, watching that drawing, especially with the eerie fucking music behind it on that teaser video, was unreal. Yeah. When the synths hit on that part? Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, unreal. And then you used it to make a music video as well outside of the teaser for a completely different song no same exact song yeah same oh song. sorry but you sorry different part yeah so i uh i stretched it um how don't how would i let's cut this shit down <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we'll, we'll edit some out we'll edit some down uh i don't know basically i had like 30 seconds of footage that i mangled into how long is that song five and a half minutes Mm. Uh, it was a 30 second time lapse sorry I should clarify on that um, yeah but I think it's beautiful beautiful video sure every is. cliche at once that's the song I guess I should probably announce that <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I probably should have done that myself but yeah I was, it was interesting to see the teaser video and then to see the same same idea in another video as well it's just it was really cool having you draw that piece up and what you did with the, uh, the fancy effects 
and a, a huge thank you as well, sending the hand drawings of the actual work to me. I will be framing those and they're going to be right on this wall behind me at some point. I actually tried to send you a high quality print of the final design, but mid print, uh, my printer just shit out and was like, yeah, we're not giving you the ink for this. <laughs> what? <laughs> and, uh, Is your printer still working? Yeah, in some form, I guess. But uh, so, yeah, you have the OG drawings. But it's cool. So not just a phase tried to kill your, your printer. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> you guys heard it here first. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you mocking me? <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I like that. So uh, we've got, uh, what do I got here? What do I got? What do I got? Oh, yeah. So I've done a guess who's coming on the show story posts on uh, not just the phases Instagram before. It's mostly just to get audience engagement from our fans who I think are fucking hilarious and always make the wildest guesses of guests that I will definitely never have on the show just to make me laugh. So I appreciate all of you and your horribly corny humor. What do you what mean I corny? What do you mean corny? <laughs> so your guesses too are just awful. <laughs> corny how? Like a cop? Like a cop of corn? <laughs> oh my God. Is that a vegan joke? Uh, oh, vegan alert. What I don't appreciate is you playing the guess this riff game you've been doing on your Instagram stories lately. Driving me fucking mental. Oh my God, man. You got to listen to more music. You got to <laughs> learn more riffs. It's all about the riffs. Every damn riff though. I'm like, oh yeah, I know that one. Like, I think I do. And then I'm like, the fuck, what is that? Then I can't guess it correctly, right? And it'll just, it, it ruins my whole fucking day. Because you're picking these obscure riffs on purpose. I know it. They're so easy. I, I, I start them out so easy. Man, I'm not the years. only one guessing incorrectly. You can't tell me they're easy. I see a bunch of people answering and you're like, nope, close though. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I, I'm thinking about throwing in some more baby mode riffs for everybody. So, you know, a little Batman, like da na 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 That kind of stuff. It's very baby mode. I think that would be... I guess, I guess scrams easy. and math Corey stuff is too, too difficult for people. Well, when you're picking obscure riffs, I don't know. You know what? I'm not going to argue with you. Never you mind provide... that this is a scrams podcast. It's not. We're branching out, okay? I've done a couple hardcore bands. We just did a shoegaze band. Uh, I got some stuff coming up that's not all strictly screamo. We're trying to, we're trying to branch out. We're trying to branch out. But Fair enough. You and your fucking guessing game, you provide one emoji of a fucking cookie, and you pretend that's a good enough prize for the winner who guesses these obscure riffs. No, baby. I usually offer kisses. <laughs> I saw cookies the other day. That's so fair. you the riffs you've been using so far for this guessing game though they've all mostly been screamo riffs math core riffs shit like that aside of the baby mode jokes are you going to expand that uh, this game to maybe different genres of no <laughs> just plain and simple no. i don't need to say anything else no <laughs> well uh speaking of other genres you know i was going to ask you and I, I guarantee there's a weird closet of music you got there. What's the cringiest thing you're listening to? The most embarrassing stuff you listen to? Uh, it, is it embarrassing to listen to some 41? Uh, it, how old are you now? 30. Then yes. <laughs> is, it, is it embarrassing to love Beautiful by Christina Aguilera? No. No, that song slaps. That song slaps. Toxic by Britney Spears? No. 
it's, it's, it's okay. It's not as good as Beautiful by Christina. So. That's fair. That's very fair, but both bangers. Uh, to be, oh man, I don't know how to answer this question. <laughs> Give it time. We can edit it out. I got this. I know there's, I know there's more in there. Just because you're not embarrassed about it doesn't mean it's not embarrassing. Like what's really poppy? What's... That's the real secret. I'm just not embarrassed. Yeah, no, I feel it. Justin Timberlake. I don't. Uh, I like Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Yeah. See, he's he's yeah. great. He is. Twenty twenty experience. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> I got nothing. It's all good. It's all good. This is Warren of Ohms, and you're listening to Sammy Grulay on Not Just a Phase.
So you, sir, are a one-man scrams band, as I like to call it. What other one-man projects do you know of that you listen to that you like? Oh, man. Shout out to Piet Onthel, uh, new LP just dropped. Uh, Apostles of Eris, which is sort of a two-piece, one-piece kind of. Um, and Sauberung, I want to say is how it's pronounced. Sauberung? Uh, uh, one Man Scrams from Paris. Uh, Yubari Gogo, One Woman Scrams, Ultimate Screamo Band. Uh, Enzo Raffler's got a bunch of bands that I cannot pronounce because they're in Spanish. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, tons and tons of love to all of these, these artists, so check them out. So do you have any plans to, to take Warren of Ohms into a full band? Uh, you know, I'm going to, no, I don't think so. I kind of take a lot of pride and joy in the fact that I do everything by myself and that I don't need anybody else. It's uh, very cool. It's impressive, but you don't want to play live. Like, I don't even know if I could play these songs live <laughs> with, uh, screaming and playing guitar at the same time, you know? Oh yeah. You'd probably have to pick one or the other. Eh? Yeah. And how do you pick one of those? Um, but Maybe I'll have uh, another project in the future for you guys to listen to that will include other people. Are you saying maybe like you already have something up your sleeve there? Or you got a sneaky look on your face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sneaky look for all of you listeners. That's my only comment. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. That'll be interesting to, uh, to see. So I guess you... Uh... <laughs> Hey, what's going on? <laughs> Are you like in your front doorway or something? Yeah, my roommate just came home. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that happens a lot here. We've had that happen a few times in the show. It's good. It's good. So, uh, yeah, I guess, like, have you played live before with any other bands? Yeah, I've played uh, with some high school bands and stuff back in the day. That was ages right. ago. <laughs> ages ago. Right. Um, and those were like melodic death metal kind of stuff. Uh, those were your high school bands yes yes i used to be a metalhead (laughs) very cool nothing wrong with metal i still fuck with that shit so if you could if you could see like one band do a reunion show who would it be and why oh no (laughs) i told myself to think about this question man i send the fucking questions (laughs) half of you guests don't read them (laughs) or you're just like i'll wing it yeah I like to wing it. You get good results when you but, wing it. <laughs> sure you do. But this is the one. This is the one question. Uh, Everyone keeps going like, ah, I don't really know. And I'm like, man, you've had the questions for a couple of days. <laughs> um, come on, you come Google, on. Are you Googling shit right now? Yeah. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> you fucking cheater. I'm looking for something. Uh, let's go with, let's go with David Bowie. Because he passed. David Bowie? Yes, I'm a, I am a huge uh, David Bowie fan. Surprise for everyone out there. You should have uh, mentioned that when I asked you what's the cringiest shit. How dare you? How dare I, you? Whenever I said I was going to hang up earlier, <laughs> definitively I'm hanging up now. <laughs> how dare you? No, I like, I like a couple Bowie tracks. He just shot to the heart, right? Uh, we're done here. <laughs> definitively we're done too because i think we ran out of questions no i think i stopped two more <laughs> that would be the best ending by the way 
<laughs> Actually, real quick before we do let you go here, uh, how much electric lettuce and beard oil gets consumed by you on a daily basis? All of the electric lettuce and all of the beard oil. Yeah, sometimes like to get in the head of my guests before I do the interview, I like to try to step in their shoes and live their lifestyle. So I had a nice vegan dinner, uh, smoked a big fatty, and then just rubbed organic beard oil all into my facial hair. Let's hear what that vegan dinner was. <laughs> it actually, it was a piece veg- of bread. It was vegetarian, actually. And it was like a vegetarian chili uh, with like some chickpeas and garlic and shit. And I just kind of fried it up in the skillet. But uh, I, I've been using the skillet to fry meat. So I, don't, I think that cancels it out. Vegan alert. Yeah. <laughs> I've said that twice, I think, on this podcast. Please find the other one and edit it out. <laughs> Make sure I don't say this twice for people to hear. No, you know what? I want to ask, actually, you know, um, you're, not, you're not a preacher about it, which I, I appreciate um, it's a lot of vegans who, you know, they're constantly pushing their, their lifestyle and their ideals about veganism through their social media, to their friends, to their family. I'm not against it. I get it. I'm all for it. If you're a vegan, that's cool. That's awesome. Good. You know, it's a good choice for your health. It's a good choice to help reduce your footprint, but get the fuck out of my ear about it. <laughs> like, thank you Same. for not pushing it, man. Same. I agree with you. You know, I agree. Uh, but also shout out to all those people working hard to make changes. <laughs> Bless I, your souls for making the world a better place while we cringe. Do you, do you ever see vegan posts and you're like, oh man, this is why people hate us. Like, this is why we get labeled as annoying. Like, uh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> no, this no is good. This is the first time I've asked anybody on the show about veganism. Because as I said, I'm all for it. No one, no one here is against it. I don't like the idea of anyone shoving their ideals. I don't want to turn them against me. Right. (laughs) It's, it's would be the same thing, uh, whether it's your diet, your religious beliefs, your political beliefs, if you're constantly throwing it at people through your conversation or your social media posts, you're going to piss people off. I feel a a lot people, a lot more people would be a lot more open to the idea of veganism. If there wasn't so much fucking internet internet, slacktivism involved in constant pushing of memes and and pro-vegan shit i understand you completely yeah absolutely mm. but shout out to them <laughs> but god bless you're doing you're doing good work <laughs> you're doing you're doing the hard work every time i see your memes i feel bad about the fucking burger i just ate thank you <laughs> ruining like. my meal <laughs> like. like and subscribe <laughs> Oh, Jesus. I swore I had more questions here. Honestly, that email looked intimidating as hell. It's so, just because I write down like what I'm going to say so I don't forget. Well, it, it genuinely looked like a lot, you know? Right. But whatever. Well, I still have stuff to edit out here, um, obviously. Is there anything I didn't ask you that you wanted to be asked? Or anything you want to talk about that that didn't get talked about. You know what, actually, no, I do have more questions and it's probably gonna have to be jumbled around to edit this shit out. How's, uh, I hate bringing it up, I hate talking about it, but it's still fucking topical over here because we're still in lockdown in Ontario. How's COVID been treating you for the mental health, isolation, all that good stuff? To be honest, I have uh, worked through the entire thing, the entire way. Um, I did, 
have my hours cut down and uh that did give me some extra time to just dive headfirst into music uh in a way i hadn't been able to for quite a long time but yeah i've been working you know 40 hours a week straight through this whole thing jesus so if anything it gave you a little more free time to yourself that's, that's a positive. I know you don't want to say it, but that is a shit. positive. <laughs> let's let's edit this shit. No, no, I'm keeping no, that in, man. No way, man. I don't know how to. I don't know how to answer this question. It's a positive, though. It's. I mean, it's a positive for you to some degree. Uh, yeah, I guess I shouldn't feel guilty for saying that. You should. Something it gave you a little bit of free out. time. Yeah, it allowed me to express some more creativity, uh, and and that is a good thing. So yeah. <laughs> how's your only scrams account going uh i'm still waiting on that first subscriber but i've got a feeling <laughs> I'm, they're gonna start rolling in once this airs absolutely <laughs> so for those of you who don't know sammy was posting slightly scandalous pictures with scrams vinyls screamo albums on his instagram <laughs> and uh, yeah you know i figure only scrams only fans and all i do is uh post provocative things with "Ooh, check out this orchid uh, anniversary silver foil edition. Ah, oh, check out this rare William Bonnie record. You know, sexy. Yo, for collectors though, you might actually get a couple hits on that. You get a couple subs. Oh yeah, for sure. They want to see what I've got. If you could play with one band live, who would it be? Who would you kill the share a stage with? Every one man band that I listed <laughs> earlier, but we all form. Uh, the ultimate screamo band that name's already taken so we got to come up with something else like the the mega the the mega screamo band is that a better tier the mega one man scrams band actual band full band yeah but then there's like 10 of us um and it would just be legendary that would be cool 10 man one 10 man one man scrams band yep you named it perfect <laughs> that's my pick or we would all just play separately together, you know? Separately together, yeah. All right, Sammy, thanks again, man, so much for coming on the show today. Uh, just before I play you out with an outro track, you got any shout-outs, causes, any plugs? Like, what's happening for Warren of Ohms for 2021? What's the news uh, coming down the pipeline here? Going forward, you can expect me to create a relentless amount of art. Uh, I took a... a quite a long break somewhere in there but i have returned and it's just going to be relentless on my quest to be the world's greatest one-man scrams band <laughs> and on that note i want to shout out the other one-man scrams bands or one person scrams bands i should say uh piet onthel and Zalbarung, apostles of eris ubari gogo ultimate screamo band uh there's so many of you out there and I don't have a particular cause that I want to push on people, but I do want to urge everyone to create relentlessly. There's this myth that you can only release and create the absolute best of the best work, and that's just false. There's no quality without quantity. You need to create without abandon. You need to follow your passions. And if you ever feel like no one's paying attention or listening to your work or viewing it, send it to me. I'll, I'll listen to it. I'll look at it. And I'll sing your praises for you. Just create. It's beautiful. 
thank you so much for having me <laughs> on here. Of course, man. That was a pleasure. Absolutely. Pleasure talking with you. And uh, hopefully we'll have you back on the show sometime in the future when you put out more of this relentless wave of art we're talking about. I would be honored. I would right. be honored. Until then, Sammy, pleasure again, man. Take care of yourself, eh? Peace.
Let's take my hand.